How long gone? Uh, beautiful Thursday in Manhattan. Um, Jason, what's up, bro? Hating my life. Dying. Why, why are you dying? Why are you dying? Because you, you get a little overwhelmed before you travel. And, and it's weird because you're a pro, but you just, is it, is it just too much for you? It's just, I mean, I have a full, just a full work day. Just the, this whole week is just, you know, I wake up at six and I work until seven and that's it. Just straight, straight, straight through. Well, Jason, what else, what else is there is the question I ask. I mean, what, what else? <laughs> it's true. What else would you be doing is the real question. I can't think. I mean, I know you have a lot of hobbies, but you can only clean out the gutter so many times. I don't have hobbies anymore. Good. That's, that's, this is where I've been trying to get you. This is where I've been trying to get you. Your woodworking, your woodworking career wasn't going anywhere. And I've never done woodworking. <laughs> I know you're trying to rebuild that engine in the garage. That thing's been sitting there undone for months. So it's, it's nice to see you realize that, that the future is not in hobbies for you. Grown ass man having hobbies. F O H. That's what you say, right? Honestly, having hobbies as an adult is it's crazy. It means that you're either socially stunted or you haven't figured out how to make money from the things that you love. That's the way that's, that's the way I'm going to frame it. Preach, honey. More on that after the break. I need to take a minute. Um, I'm just One so second. happy I'm able to become wealthy all because of my art. You know what I mean? Well, let's be, let's look. No one said wealthy. No one said wealthy, but making making a making a decent. I was being facetious. Making. Um, I was I was referencing an article that was written about us, where the headline was making me feel a little some type of way. As a person who does not identify as rich. Well, I don't identify as um, rich and either. a picture but... of me laughing. <laughs> Why <laughs> are Americans so much richer than us is the headline. And it's to you and I laughing. I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing because the wages they pay these genius uh, UK residents are just not enough. And I'm laughing to stop from crying. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It just it makes me feel like a like a like a fat cat. And I'm, I just want to let the record say that I'm not a fat cat. Hey, Jason, don't worry. No one thought you were a fat cat. Uh, <laughs> the, the deck is on the U.S.-based podcast, How Long Gone. The hosts and guests are creative types, but unlike in the U.K., they have real money to spend. <laughs> um, and it's actually, it's really well done. It's a really interesting story. It's by a guy named Josiah Gogarty, who I, I don't know. And we didn't, we didn't talk to, but it's basically kind of a, a look at how we talk to the creative class in America, and they seem to have... Be, they seem to be making a certain amount of money where mm. in the UK that's just not that's just not possible yeah and we're not talking about celebrities and famous rich people we're talking about just you know a B comping media types writers photographers you know the people in America seem to be doing a little bit better than over there I, I thought they invented nepotism over there in London but and Josiah it's you mentioned more than one time in the story that you listen to our podcast while you're in the bath. And first of all, you have a bath. must be nice. Second of all, if you spent more time working and less time taking baths, maybe you'd be a little more wealthy. That's all I'm going to well, say. That's funny you say that, Jason, because you're you're not beating the fat cat allegations because you do have a bathtub, and I feel like you only use it to clean your dogs. So that, that's how... The bathtub that, that, is in the little... guest bedroom, and I am too large to fit in it. Um, not to not no, to make look, it ableist course, or sizest, but I'm sure Josiah's okay. <laughs> body is able to fit into his bathtub. It must be so nice to take a bath after a long day, but I don't have time for that kind of stuff. Look, Josiah did Josiah did a great job on the story, and I learned some stuff. And it probably took him a long time, and he probably got paid 200 quid 
So let him take his fucking. <laughs> no, bath he did do a very good job, but I just don't want to. You know, you know how I am. I have, I have like such a weird headline justice. I get so irked from a misleading headline, especially when it involves a picture of me laughing. I don't think it's necessarily and a, and alluding to the fact that I'm wealthy. I don't think it's alluding to the fact that anyone's wealthy. I think you're projecting a little bit. I do think it's look headlines. You're not wrong. Headlines aren't written by the writer. Everybody knows that. Usually it's an editor. Usually it's someone who knows what will get cl get clicked. So it's you know I, I respect the craft. Obviously, I, I'm not I'm not blaming the writer. I just hate I just hate a misleading headline. I hate a headline that says one thing and and the story delivers I don't think thing. that's what this it's a bait and switch I need the justice because it is it, it does address that in the story you know what I mean it's not like it's like that's literally not talked about I know I know but it is the the picture the picture of us laughing is funny but so many people will see a picture of two American straight white cis males laughing and the headline is why are are Americans so much richer than us you know if many people will just see that headline and us and you know you look at the twitter comments bruh they're coming they're counting other people's money oh <laughs> people no. are, people are going to see this and they're not even going to bother to read the nuance of yeah, josiah yeah of course of course they're not but no one reads anything and that's why these guys can't make any money um and and make sure to subscribe to pulling weeds on gq.com uh <laughs> wherever you wherever you get newsletters um no, but it was really funny to see this today because I, I just was like, I, when I saw, I said the same thing when you sent it to me, I looked at the headline, I was like, what the fuck is this? Mm -hmm. And then I got into it and I was like, oh, this is actually a really funny angle and it really feels so British. Like it feels so British. Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're like the concern about it all. Um, but they have some, he, he makes some points. You know, they make some points. Yeah, they they said with if, if it wasn't for London, England would be, would have less what is it like less income than any state in America? Yeah. It's doing really poorly. It's all it's all London, baby. Swing is that in, my fault? I guess it is. <laughs> swing in London. Um, are you all are you you're not packed? Let me guess. You're not packed. <laughs> you're not ready at all. You're just feeling too frazzled to even sit down with the <laughs> with the carry-on. Um, I haven't had time to pack yet, no. I'm going to I'm kind of doing all the merch stuff right now, sorting it and organizing it and getting all this stuff loaded into the POS system and printing the signs and hangers and all that shit. And then I'll be editing this podcast until about dinner time and then have dinner and then do my packing, go to sleep and wake up at 3 a.m. And I'm also, I've been sick all week as Just well. Just to be clear, I, I take the same flight that you're taking and 3 a.m. is the most aggressive thing I have ever. <laughs> like, what, are you 100 years old? Like, what are you worried about? There's no traffic at that time. It takes it takes half the time it normally takes, if not less. Honestly, boarding's at five ten. Um, we we'll have to check three bags. It's it's holiday time. There could be an accident on the freeway. And I like to have a cup of coffee, splash some water in my face before I go out the door. You know, I, I can't. I don't. I I can't wake up at at three fifty and and leave at four o'clock. Oh well, that's where you, that's where you got fucked up. I wake up at three fifty. I take a shower and I'm still ready to go by four o'clock. But I do agree the coffee is is a problem. But at that time of the morning, I don't even know if my body is ready for it. You know, mm, interesting. I don't, I don't, I don't know if it works at that. I need my putter time in the a.m. You know, I do too. No, I love to putter. Oh so, yeah, just overall, I'm in a bad mood, and I have, I also have to like write an hour's worth of stand up show in the next day. <laughs> is that what is that what you're calling it now? <laughs> Do you want to call? It, do you want to call it improv? Uh, no, 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 I don't. I don't. Sorry. 
sorry, <laughs> sorry, sir. Well, would, what we can we can give it a different name. Performance art. I think performance art feels the most accurate. Um, but I don't. I'm not trying to get it. It's, it's called interpretive storytelling. Yeah, interpretive storytelling actually is a nice new way of phrasing it. I like that. Hell yeah, baby! I, uh, you you di- you've done it again. Yeah, I mean I'm in a bad mood every day, but I somehow power through. Um, and I'm sure you will. I'm too. powering. That's the beauty. That's the beauty of, mm-hmm. of what we do here at How Long Gone. I got Intel inside. I'm getting prepared for the the friend editions activation tomorrow in the Lower East Side with with Bijan because there's some he. I'm a, I'm worried that I'm gonna buy more of the stuff than i should you know what i mean like do i need me too do i need you need the glendale galleria apple store opening shirt like you actually need that i'm sure there's gonna be several things i feel like i feel like Bijan charging me for that feels wrong that's i should just sort of be given that by the state you know what i mean for my service well i mean he did pay a sum that is lower than the sum he would charge you so maybe maybe he could as much as i hate to support small business you know what this i mean is, this is where the fat cat ism comes in and it feels like i'm may- not beating the fat cat charges <laughs> not, once again you're not beating the fat cat charges but yeah from from 12 to 6 tomorrow for an edition's lower east side uh we'll have the the intramural today how long gone yeah today table etc and then that from five to six i made some hats too with with ollie which i'm excited about oh nice and that's it and then we have a show on saturday at webster hall there's a few tickets left get those tickets and boston what the fuck are you doing you know (laughs) what i mean boston loves us there's just not as many people there who listen to podcasts compared (laughs) to new york and la i guess you know do you think that do you i don't i don't know if that's true i feel like because boston is such a college town that that a lot of people we need to talk more about sports. I mean, I think if if we talk about sports and Duncan, we got to get this thing out the door. I mean, I don't know what else to talk about besides p- the Patriots and Duncan. Maybe we could complain about weather. That feels like something they'd probably do there because the winters are kind of harsh. They don't want to hear somebody from California coming and complaining about the weather. You know, that's a they'll call me a p I mean, word. They, they, from what I can tell, they don't want to hear anything. But that's not really <laughs> that's not my issue. That's not my issue at Look, this stage. Boston show is going to be just fine. It's it's not performing as well as we do in New York or LA, but that's sort of or Copenhagen or Australia, but that's sort of or London, but that's <laughs> kind of we, we weren't not expecting that, right? No, no, I don't care. No, I don't care. I, I'm, I'm totally. It's going to be. We're going to have a fun time. And Chris was sending me some demos of Kevin Morby getting some tunes ready for the stage. Um, there was, he kind of did an acoustic mashup between two different songs that are part of most of our young childhoods. I don't want to give any spoilers, but <laughs> yeah, Kevin's was pretty, sending me I was not expecting it. I'll tell you that. Kevin, Kevin's been sending me some voice notes and I, I really feel like I'm part of the process, Jason. This is my dream, you know, mm-hmm. to get voice notes and just kind of work on my part and then send it back. And we're just workshopping. You, you know what I mean? We're just workshopping. I don't, I don't know if you're sending parts back. Is that true, Chris? <laughs> uh, no, but these are, I mean, <laughs> I mean, let's not get into details, but there's no, these parts, they're part, these are cover songs. These are parts that, that we know. Mm-hmm. So what good would that, that would be wasting everybody's time. Got you it. Know, because he's got to work out the, the instrumentation. Mm-hmm. And I hope that you, are you bringing your bass or do you need to borrow one from somebody? <laughs> I, of course, am bringing my bass as well as, and my T, my DJ setup. You're bringing all my gear. <laughs> you're bringing all. I'm checking 11 bags I have, tomorrow. I have a couple road cases. I had to send it. I had to send an 18 wheeler actually. It's kind of annoying, but I did not get know. the upgrade. So and it's, it's going to, it's going to be charging me a lot of money. Charging too much. We have a guest today. Um, Jonathan Rado is a musician and a producer 
Uh, he was in a band called Foxygen for a long time, but he's also made records with a lot of a lot of How Long Gone alum, actually. Uh, Beach Fossils, Alex mm -hmm. Cameron, Whitney, Tim Heidecker, but also my favorite. He's done two records with The Killers. Um, he's done some a record with Wise Blood. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's really he's been doing it for a long time. I think he's a he's a Valley boy as well. Westlake Village, baby. I'm sure he can offer some great insights on what's going on down there. You know, born and raised. Yeah, I need some boots on the ground over there at the Calabasas Jenny's ice cream. See what's <laughs> going down over there. Hold on. So let's take a little studio break. <laughs> you're saying there's no listeria in Calabasas. That's what you're saying. Um. All right. Let's give cool sentence. Let's give Jonathan a call. All right. All right, Jason, I want to talk to you about uh, David Smith. Uh, he's got a new show opening at Hauser & Worth in New York at the 22nd Street location. Uh, if you're not familiar with David, uh, he is one of the most influential, innovative artists of the 20th century, mostly known for sculpture. But this guy was doing his best work in the last five years of his life, which is uh, <laughs> kind of what I'm hoping <laughs> for myself. And just to be clear, his best work was done back in the 60s. It's important to note. When, when he did pass away. It is away. important to know, but the sculptures are very interesting. They're cool. Show closes April 13th. No one thing. David Smith, late sculptures at Hauser & Wirth 22nd Street Gallery. Seven of the artist's most important sculptures from the very final years. These are very important sculptures from his final years, and as much as you want to touch them, they are look, but do not. Mm -hmm. Don't make us look bad uh, is, kind of, is kind of what we're saying. Don't go in there and start knocking stuff over. <laughs> uh, David Smith uh, is now open at Hauser & Worth in New York at the 22nd Street location, and it closes on... April 13th. Got it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Jason, hair thinning impacts a lot of us. Uh, in fact, over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our lives. Yeah. It's not only common, Jason, it's normal. Mm -hmm. So I think it's time to join the over 1 million people who are doing something about it thanks to Nutrafol. Hair thinning is complicated, uh, and the problem is it's actually much bigger than your hair alone. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health, mm. um, which if that's the case, Jason, then you're in top physical condition. Uh, <laughs> internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly Thicker, you know I like them thick, stronger hair. It's all connected, your body. It's all connected. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOWLONG. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N U T. R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code how long that's Nutrafol.com promo code how long so where are you in you're in the stew right now you're in the lab as we speak I'm in the lab yeah I have a in 2021 I I was renting a studio and I got kicked out of that studio it got sold and turned into a record store and I I got somehow what? yeah what? I, I was Hold okay. on. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. saying they took one possibly profitable business and turned it into a definitely not profitable business and kicked <laughs> you out. I know. A place where records are made. Now they, now they sell. 
the record. That's, I don't like that at all. That feels sinister to me a little bit, and I don't know why. But okay, I'm sorry to hear that you're displaced. Oh, same. Is same. is the record is the record store still open? Yeah, it's called Record Safari. It's right across the street from the Los Feliz Golf Course. That used to be called Sonora Recorders, and that's where I was working for. Okay. I don't know, Four years or something. Yeah, who is the um? What's the guy's name who did all the childish Gambino stuff? Ludwig is was he over there? Ludwig. Uh, I never saw him there, but it's po- it's very possible that he might have been over there. It was. I like, know he had a studio over there. Yeah, there's like a weird. I never saw his ass. I never saw Gambino's <laughs> ass. I don't know what you were talking Yo, about, bro. I went to Atwater Village and nobody knew you, fool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, so you had to leave, and so where are you now? Now I'm in North Hollywood. Classic, classic place for a studio. Am I right? Yeah, amazing, amazing place for a studio. <laughs> um, I I found a place that had like a studio in the back that was already built out as a studio, and that was a very nice, nice thing. So what's the what's the front? A house? The you... front's a house. Yeah. You found a studio that was already a studio. Yeah, yeah. I found a studio that was already. A, it's it's a, a okay. It's so at my house. Do you have a tough time separating? kind of work from personal yeah you can just walk back to the lab anytime 100 i cannot i don't leave the property i don't leave the property for like (laughs) weeks at a time it's crazy no way weeks yeah you're getting food delivered you definitely don't work out you're too so you have your own cold plunge or how does it work oh man (laughs) my body is just breaking down you know it's like hold on so evan so evan funky evan funky comes to your house and cooks dinner for you you don't have to go to his restaurant uh, yeah yeah (laughs) that's crazy that's crazy you know that anajak thai place have you heard about this yeah of course yeah delicious yeah yeah, he comes in he comes in every every day he comes (laughs) comes in every day i'm a real thai food cat so he kind (laughs) of comes through and, and blesses me i love it we sizzle up we bring some tables out in the backyard. Yeah. Some of the homies come. Okay, so sweet green delivery? Yeah, what, that? Are you getting your groceries delivered by Instacart? Like, how are we uh, doing this? Okay, well, I, I definitely developed a, a really bad Postmates addiction for a while, for like from like 2020 to 2021. I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right there because we had a guest, yeah. Glaive, who you might be familiar with, Glaive, the, the musician Glaive, who's like a very young guy. And what did he say he spent, Jason, on Postmates in one year? It was tens of thousands, wasn't it? I don't know what it was. I think it was like twenty or $30,000. So we need to think. Yeah. I want to think about that for you. And if you could give us a range or how bad you think it got, that would be helpful. Yeah. And also, I would like to know if you have the carbon footprint calculated. Oh, for just the plastic. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it was, I mean, I got, I... I I can't even imagine because okay, it's it's imagine this. It's not even, it's not even just me. It's like I'll be recording with a band for for two weeks, so it's like four people mm-hmm. ordering in twice a day. Oh. You know, that's how that's how bad it got. Okay, what what are your top three or restaurants that you order from with regularity? Uh, okay, there's a my top three. Not your favorite, just. In terms of dollars spent, yeah, I feel like every year has a top three. Do you want my current? Yeah, yeah. Uh, give me the current. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The current is a uh, Mexican restaurant called Las Fuentes. Okay. Las Fuentes. Uh, okay. Okay. That's okay. probably I order that a lot because it's like on the cheaper end and it's legitimately great. And my my family, my dad used to go there all the time. It was close to where he worked, and so it's like okay. a taste of my childhood. Oh, I really nice. love Las Fuentes. That's nice. Mm-hmm. There's a Thai place called Sri Siam. Mm-hmm. 
that is amazing. Because that Anna Jack ain't cheap. Yeah, no, I, Anna, and they don't deliver. That's like a, you have to get on the, yeah, you got to get they on the They definitely don't deliver. There. Strike one, strike two. You got to get on a list to sit in a parking lot. It is good. It's really good. It's really Wait till good. you see their corkage fee, honey. <laughs> oh, God. It'd be a lot better if you could sit inside the restaurant, but I've never been offered that. So I don't I don't know what I, whose dick I got to suck to kind of sit inside, oh. but... <laughs> I, I was inside. I, that, I mean, that's that's the that you're a valley local. That's why I don't. Yeah, I, I think that's they why. call me a yeah. city slicker when I walk in there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> get this guy out of here. <laughs> no pad thai. No pad thai. Get this guy out of here. All right. So we got we got yeah. Mexican. We got Thai. Do we have anything maybe healthy or any? I mean, yeah, yeah. My third my third is I've been trying to eat healthy lately. There's a salad that I really like from a pasta place called Uovo. <laughs> Okay, Wovo, so. yes, <laughs> Wovo. That is that is Wovo, Wovo is a is a fast casual, or I guess maybe it's an upscale pasta, pasta restaurant owned and operated by the people that brought you Sugarfish. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. Have, so have you been to the Have you been to the Sportsman's Lodge? So I've been to the Erewhon. I've been to the Next Health. <laughs> I've been to the Rolling Greens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's my. I, that's your dystopian plaza of choice. And that's like must be. Yeah, it's just like there's two. So it's Wovo is in there and Sugarfish are both. Well, they in probably there. got a deal on the real estate. So they're making. Yeah, they double. probably got well, a deal on the real estate. Yeah. They say two for one. This is, a, this is how the rich yeah. get richer. This bullshit monopoly. So okay, you don't go ahead, eat, sorry. you don't eat the Crazy. pasta. You you instead go for a light salad. I go for the salad. I I will get a pasta if if. Okay, the, you want to know something really crazy? Here's my order. Break it on down. <laughs> Here's my order from Uovo. Here's my delivery order. I get a, a a pasta that's just olive oil and salt on it. It's just like fresh pasta mm -hmm. with olive oil and salt. Sounds like money well spent. Okay. Yeah. I mean, how would you make that at home? It's insane. Okay. I know that it's crazy, but it's to me, it's just so good. I don't know why. <laughs> sure, but, sure. I mean, I mean look, it that's is the good. beauty of pasta. Is it's it's all technique and nuance. Yeah, it's you different. You know, if you make that dish, if Chris makes that dish, if I make that dish with olive oil and salt only, they're all going to be wildly different. Yeah, it tastes bad when I do it. There's a hundred ways you can fuck that You've up. You've tried. Yeah. So even when it, even when they make it, cook it perfectly, <laughs> and then they slop it into a cardboard box, put a plastic lid on, yeah. and then 48 minutes later... It arrives at your house and you go, mm, yummy, or do you microwave it? <laughs> no, I just eat it. I eat it right out of the box. Oh, that's okay. sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't. No, that would that's, ruin the. That, yeah. do, you, do you use uh, silverware? It would ruin the texture. Okay. <laughs> you, okay you know okay. what the craziest thing? Can I tell you also another crazy thing about a Wovo that I found out is if you request silverware, mm. you click that button on Postmates, they will send you a metal fork. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uovo is back. So that, my, is, that is one of the yeah, coolest yeah. things I've ever heard. It is so sick. I have like a hundred metal forks. <laughs> and, and they don't charge you for this? There's not a little hidden fee, $4.50 no, for that one? Damn. No charge. I feel like it's, it's because in LA, people are so concerned with the environment that no one does it. So they don't have plastic ones. So like, fuck it. Send them a real one. Yeah. Also, it's a little bit of a nicer spot. You know, It's, it's kind of fancy-ish when you go in there. It feels wrong to eat a pasta yeah. with that much love and technique put into it with a with a yeah a bamboo fork. Christ on a cracker! No, no, no. I kind of I want to try this place it's now good. actually because I'd never I'd never heard of it and I I don't love sugarfish but I don't mind it. Jason hates it but I don't I don't mm. mind it in a pinch. What do you hate about it, Jason? Is it the warm rice? 
No, I'm I'm not mad at a warm rice. Um, okay. I've heard complaints about the warm rice. Yeah, some people think it's too warm. Yeah. Um, which is I don't I don't disagree with, but I'm okay with that part. To me, it's like very soulless. I think of sushi as being a very soulful thing where mm -hmm. a person lovingly prepares this thing with their hands and hands it to you and you eat it fresh and yeah. this like exchange of energy happens and it's a beautiful thing. And at Sugarfish, they take all the scraps from their higher end restaurants and they're just in some back warehouse kitchen chopping some shit up yep. and throwing it together. They made the sushi hours ago. You know, I don't just, think that is and true. All, all, the, all the soul and life has been sucked out of this beautiful thing. I want no soul in my suit. Maybe that's why I like it. Like I don't, the thought of sitting across <laughs> from some fucking old guy cutting up octopus and making me eat it for yeah. $500 while I, I rot away. He's not making you. You've all, you made the res. <laughs> that's true. I mean, I, I, I guess I guess I just find I love the way sushi tastes. I don't I don't really care about the performance of it all. You know, sure, sure. I understand that. The, I understand why that's appealing. Well, it's 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 not the performance. I'm just saying you, may, your palate is is maybe more of a an undergrad, whereas mine is a multiple PhD kind of level. Yeah. So I'm able to experience flavors that your brain isn't aware of. You're able, your bony ass is able to sit in a seat for five <laughs> hours to have 20 pieces of sushi and have to get pizza on the way home because you're still hungry. And I, I'm impressed every time. Thank you. Oh, look, I'm not proud of it. To be a super taster is a blessing and a curse. Um, but yeah, that's that's my beef with it. That's my beef with it. But I think if you need a delivery sushi, you know, in a pinch, it's fine. But I would rather go support a small biz. Yeah, I think it's the best delivery sushi. Yeah, for sure. Based solely on packaging. Based solely on packaging. The packaging's so smart. Yeah. That's what the real... Like, eating in that restaurant is fucking insane to me. Like, I don't know. Who, that's that's psycho, yeah. Jason. And that's when it feels extra soulless, <laughs> I would say. Yeah. Like, the the store, on the one on Fairfax next to Undefeated, like, that's a nightmare. I think, I think it's for people who... The packaging, I think, is the genius. People to eat sushi who don't love sushi. You know what I mean? They really like sushi. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, but if you yeah, love, if you true. really respect the game, you will you'll you'll take your All business. Right, Jiro, <laughs> calm down. All right, I went right. Jiro mode. All right, I'm we sorry. got it. <laughs> out, bro. Oh no, soy sauce! No soy sauce! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, but you you were you're from the valley, right? You're a valley local. Yeah, yeah. I'm from well, I'm a, I'm actually from Agora Hills, so even that's Ventura County technically. Yeah, Agora's up there, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's far out. It's past Calabasas. It's like uh it's wild out there actually. It's very strange. Really strange suburb. I thought it was just I thought it was just nice. Is there something going on I don't know about? Is there a seedy underbelly of Agora Hills? No. <laughs> No, there's no CD underbelly. It's just strange. It's the it's the town in, in uh, Poltergeist. Oh, okay. One of Chris's favorites. Yeah. Yeah, Poltergeist, right? Steven Spielberg? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Steve? Exorcist. I sometimes get Poltergeist and Exorcist you know, confused. Yeah. So all the exteriors, all the exteriors on, on Poltergeist or Agora Hills, like pretty much weird suburbs, probably built on some ancient, you know, Native American sure. burial ground. Land. And stolen land over in Agora Hills. Calabasas is definitely stolen land. Yeah, Calabasas is crazy. I've were you never... going there in high school? Is that where like all the hot chicks were in no. high school? No. I never really went to Calabasas. I always stayed kind of in Agora, and I would go out to Thousand Oaks. 
the other direction. Mm-hmm. I kind of liked that a little more. Throw your tease up, baby. Yeah. And you're kind of like <laughs> on the way to like Malibu too, right? It's it's the freeway exit to Malibu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's really pretty, it's pretty like, it's just kind of like horses. It's like a little horsey <laughs> out there, you know, or something. It's a little horsey out there. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of real estate over there. A lot of ranch properties. Old Agora. Yeah, Old Agora is like, Old Agora is like big old, like horse ranch properties, big old properties, and then just a lot of tracked homes, you know, mm-hmm. and Agora High School, where I went to high school. That's kind of the main point of the town, it feels. Um, <laughs> there's not there's not much going on. There really wasn't much. There's not much. Yeah. I think it's a place where white people can do graffiti and listen to rap music. Sure. It kind of feels <laughs> like that vibe. Yeah. He's like, that's so funny. That's exactly what I do. <laughs> I never did graffiti, <laughs> but I have. I don't know if you did I that. I have listened to rap music. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's good. One of two. One of two ain't bad. You know, we'll take that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll take. that. I don't think I've ever graffitied. I've never. Well, especially when you say it like that, you've, you've you can definitely tell you're a toy. I've never graffitied in my life. <laughs> Officer, I've never graffitied in my life. I was once uh, the Foxygen tour bus got um, stopped at the Canada border because someone's passport mm. smelled. They were smelling our passports, and they smelled weed on a passport. Bro, you're not you're, you're not supposed to use the passport to to, to roll your blood. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's... It wasn't me. Okay, it was it was someone else. But but to be fair, the passport did smell like weed. Yeah, yeah, it did smell like weed. So they stopped us, and and we got all got like questioned, and they they were asking me these questions, and they were like, um, "When was the last time you smoked marijuana?" And I was like, "Oh, it's been it's been years." And he was like, "When when was the last?" time you did cocaine and i said i've never smoked cocaine <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, that, that could be a line out of a movie i'm so sure they nervous. thought i'm sure they thought it was really funny too yeah yeah damn that's cool <laughs> but you guys made it through okay and nobody got arrested or anything like that no we got let through yeah yeah it was all good well thank thank goodness we got rid of we got rid of all the weed. We just did. You ever do the thing mm-hmm. where you would stop in Buffalo and like rent a hotel room and put all the merch and drugs in the hotel room? No, that, so you didn't have to take it. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a thing that when I when I used to manage bands, that was a thing that they would do because it was like they'll tax you on the merch. We don't need all of the merch. They'll like tax you on yeah. it. And we don't want to like flush coke and weed down the toilet. Mm, yeah. So let's just put, r- rent a fucking Best Western room for a hundred bucks and we'll get it on the way yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. That's actually really smart. I know we just brought the shit with us. <laughs> sure. sure. <laughs> or we would find like we would find like a construction crew or something and give them the weed. Mm. That felt nice, you know. Yeah, I used to be a big. I would bless the valet. That was always my move. I oh, would bless yeah, the valet. Yeah. That's why I, I I got preferential treatment at the Standard in West Hollywood because I gave them so many drugs over the years. I think they really that's awesome. I think they kept my rental Impala up front. That is a good. Here comes Cocaine Chris. Good tip. Welcome home, <laughs> Cocaine Chris. Man, I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna call you after this interview. I gotta get I, no, my notebook out. Right, right. A few of these tips. <laughs> hey, no. This is what I. This is what I do, baby. This is called free game. You know, and yeah. I'm here. I'm here cool. to. Bl- I'm here to bless you. Cool. Thank you. I'm not even at a valet stage of my life yet. You know, I'm just stri- <laughs> <a> street parking. <laughs> we told. You know, I talked to. We have a. We have a mutual. We have a lot of mutual friends. But I talked to our mutual friend Eric. Yeah, Dinus. Dinus. Yeah. E- Eric said yeah. that you might still be driving 
the Foxygen van. Is that true? Or are you have you upgraded to a Prius? I as of three months ago, <laughs> I, I as of three months ago, let, here's the history of the Foxygen van. So I got it when we first started touring in like 2012. And it was just my main car until 2020. 2020, I sort of like parked it for COVID because I wasn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And then we all remember our COVID park. <laughs> yeah, long term parking. And um, someone stole the catalytic converter. Oh, of course. And then it was just it was just screwed after after that. And I had it towed into my driveway. And it just sat in my driveway for like two years with all the shit that was left in it over the years, like old, just fast food bags. Like it was kind of gnarly. It was just like it was in a gnarly state. It just like got (laughs) abandoned by me in my yard. And I I recently I recently sold the van and passed it on to someone who could use it because I'm not really I don't need that much. Congrats, man. What what kind of van was it? If you don't mind me asking. It was a Ford. It was like a passenger van. It was like a Ford twelve yeah, yeah. passenger van. The Econoline model, I would guess. The Econoline, kind of the standard yeah, issue. Yeah, yeah. I think it was an Econoline. Yeah, black. CV, did CD player. What kind of? I mean, how? How? What were we rocking yes. with? Uh, it was a six CD changer oh. and an aux, but it had an aux input. Oh well. yeah, this is. I forgot. This is. This is modern times. It was 2012, yeah. You could plug the nano yeah, yeah, straight yeah, yeah, in yeah. there. Yeah, because I when I think about vans, it was like tape player for yeah. my era. I, I'm not even that old, but it's just the reality. Just imagine how many demos we listened to on that aux, bro. Oh, man. All those voice memo recordings. It sounded better through the aux, I think. Really? Really. Have you tried a voice memo through Bluetooth? It sounds like shit. Yeah, it does. I don't try voice memos very much because I'm not a musician, but I know that's a big part of your career is voice note sharing. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 That's all it is, really. We're not saying that's all it is, but that's just, we have a lot of friends who are producers, and that's yeah, how yeah, you, no, know, know, you just yeah. you text that file. Yeah. It's how you communicate. After, yeah. so after unloading this van, this is an opportunity to kind of assume an entire new identity. Yeah. When you're purchasing a new automobile or leasing, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to assume anything. Yeah. Or a motorbike. What, what do we got? I'm leasing a Ford White. Bronco. This episode of How Long Gone is brought to you by Booking.com. That is Booking. Yeah. Booking.com offers so many possibilities across the U.S. Uh, from relaxing beach resorts, which you know I, I love and I'm a big fan of, love to bake in the sun, to remote mountain cabins where you can go up there and work on your kind of acoustic album. Mm. The multitude of choices across the beautiful United States of America on Booking.com allow you to book whoever you want to be. I, Jason, you know me, I, I'm a different version of myself depending on where I'm traveling and who I'm with. You know I mean? It's always baseline. Oh, wow. It's baseline, Chris. Diva alert. It's baseline, Chris, but when I'm in Australia, it's different. But in the US, if I go to Florida, if I go to Georgia, if I go to California, if I go to Wyoming, you know, I, I'm going to switch up my swag a little bit. Oof, I can only imagine. I, I just recently used Booking.com to take a little uh, post V-Day trip up into wine country hmm. and I can't, Wait to see who I will be when I am there. So book whoever you want to be on booking.com. Booking. Yeah. Are you having a hard time coming up with new, fresh, exciting meals to cook every single day, day after day? I know I am. It's nice to take a little break from the chaos trying to figure out what you're going to cook. 
You know I love my meal kits and being able to feast on a delicious meal without the long prep, cook times, driving to the store. What if the produce is bad? What if they ran out of salmon? Ugh. That's what drew me over to the Home Chef folks. Home Chef meals are effortless, even for somebody like me who isn't making it on to Top Chef anytime soon. Well, uh, I am actually going to make it <laughs> maybe more so on Iron Chef, or if there's a better better thing than Top sooner Chef. Sooner than me. I mean, Let's call it Toppy Chef. It's just a little <laughs> bit more on top. Toppy Chef is going to get cut. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you and the entire family covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Uh, for a limited time, Home Chef is offering uh, our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and, and this is great for me, free dessert for life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 meals free and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive that free dessert. Don't get it twisted. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay, so you got a, you got a new Ford Bronco rag top or hard top? Hard top. Okay. Rag top is the one that's like really sporty. You know, the all new Ford Bronco, that's kind of a real pussy slaying kind of vehicle. You know what I mean? Honestly, I hate cars. I just went to the dealership. I was like, the van was a Ford. You know, I guess I like Ford. <laughs> You're like, what kind of car do you want to get? You're like, I've heard it. I got a Ford because it's the only car I had heard of before. I've always had Ford. So <laughs> I guess okay. I'm brand so loyal. And so I went to Ford and I, I drove a couple cars. I liked the, the Bronco sort of reminded me of the van, but a little smaller. Mm -hmm. And I kind of liked the idea. I liked how funny it was to get a white Bronco. <laughs> but I leased it because I'm not willing to co fully commit. I like that. You know? I like that you got a car as a joke. I think that's a really nice <laughs> commitment level. Because if you I'm think of like, like iconic funny cars, thanks to our friend OJ Simpson... Yeah. The white Bronco is is an infamous vehicle, especially in America's valley and and freeway yeah. system that yeah. you drive on every day. I saw it's the iconic. I saw the OJ White Bronco chase in real life. I was driving on really? the other, as other a side youngster. of the freeway on the four hundred five. What you were on the other yeah. side of the freeway? With my dad, we were listening to it <laughs> on the radio, and we drove past the 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 police thing and you're like wait just a minute and you your dad Whoa. busts a u-turn there go oj you pull out the binoculars yeah, yeah. you flash him what'd you do i was four so <laughs> i got it I, yeah yeah i, I, I don't didn't do much you know, didn't i didn't do, do much, much. Okay. um and my dad's i don't think my dad turned around he does, he's mm -hmm. not that type of guy <laughs> your dad well your dad your dad also famously thinks oj didn't do it so yeah, that's yeah. probably part of it too huge oj apologist yeah actually i wanted to ask you guilt what do you think jonathan you think he's innocent you think he's guilty what do you think i think he is Probably guilty, right? I think no, he's see, probably guilty. Jonathan, I think no. He, I, on this I, podcast, I, I, wrong. <laughs> on this podcast, we believe men, and OJ Simpson is not guilty. And everyone, okay, everyone okay. knows that. No, uh, OJ Simpson is definitely guilty. <laughs> and the fact that he now, I mean, the "If I Did It" book is one of the most legendary moves of all time after getting away with murder. Yeah, it's crazy. I made an album. I made an album called "If I Did It." <laughs> It's on Bandcamp. I'm. It's like an instrumental. It's an O.J. Simpson kind of like concept. Are you serious? Album. Yeah. 
<laughs> what is the what is the I, I guess what is the concept that, that you did you put yourself his... into his shoes into his isotoners yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was i watched the documentary the like the really long like six hour documentary yeah and i was just pretty fascinated by the story i sort of like remember it from you know remembered it from my childhood it's a crazy story and then just also seeing and also just seeing all that footage of him at playing football which i I don't think I was. I'm not a huge sports fan, so I, I didn't really. Un- know. You don't. You don't say. I couldn't tell yeah, by looking I, at you. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I knew that he played football. You weren't even alive when he was in his, you know, formative college and prime. And yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's fine. So I hadn't seen a lot of that footage, and he's amazing, <laughs> incredible at running. You're like he's incredible at running. He is. He's a powerful guy. Yeah. You, he runs so well. You want him to be innocent. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You don't want to cage that bird. Yeah, I guess he just plays golf all day, so he's not caged. And the whole thing, and all the Cochran stuff. I mean, it's just so fun. It's just so f- funny and weird. And it's- how much it was in- intertwined with all of you know every famous person, actor, musician, all knew him. He was in everyone's life. Yeah, it would just be like if Diplo just killed somebody. Well, he was in Jason. He was an amazing actor himself. I'm sure you remember those films. Naked Gun. Yeah, Naked Gun. Naked Gun yeah. one, two, three. I mean, it's classic. I do love Naked but I, Gun. My favorite part of the OJ thing is that. He is Khloe Kardashian's father, and that they won't admit that. <laughs> and that's my favorite part yeah, of it. Calabasas local. Calabasas. It, it seems it's the, the Kardashian connection and the whole thing to the OJ trial. Yeah. It, it feels like it's not really talked about that much. But if you look at Khloe, she is clearly the combination of Chris and OJ. Yeah. I've never thought <laughs> you know? of that. I've actually never thought of that. She's the only it, horse that, girl in the bunch. That makes a lot of sense. It's a known it's a known rumor in Kardashian communities. That's obviously with a K. Yeah, but yeah. the the <laughs> you know, it's never been confirmed and obviously Chris denies it because, you know, that that was her husband's best friend. We never talk about it at my house. <laughs> it's really awkward. It's, just, it's super <laughs> awkward. <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a touchy subject. We just but also avoid Chloe it is Chloe my favorite one. I don't know. Well, she got some OJ in her. That's why OJ's got the sauce. That's that's <laughs> actually a good point. That's a good point. No disrespect for for Robert Kardashian. Of course, the goat, one of the best lawyers of all time. Yeah, one of the, one of the, one of the best lawyers of all time, dead or alive. David Schwimmer. <laughs> it wasn't that good. I didn't see that. I didn't. I didn't watch that. Oh, but I Schwimmer heard is Kardashian Schwimmer is great. Kills. Yeah, Schwimmer. His that was Killed. his piece de resistance. Yeah. Well, Schwimmer's a real actor. He's a real actor's actor, a thespian, a man of the stage. Yeah, absolutely. So it's. I'm not surprised he can embody that character. Yeah. When I was in it. high school, I got Schwimmer a lot. <laughs> that you look like him. Yeah. Bro, you look high school. I thought you looked like Schwimmer with a fat suit on. I didn't know it was like that. <laughs> I had I had darker hair. <laughs> I had darker hair. And it was like a little bit of a Caesar-ish kind of vibe, and people. He was also really famous at the time. I mean, he was I also. I see like, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a heyday. I see. The it. most famous. No beard. His... No beard. Yeah. Little dopey face. Younger. Yeah, you are. You're dopey as hell. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Not anymore. What happened, Jonathan? What happened to your wrist? It looks like you're braced up. Oh man. Are you strumming too hard? Are you strumming too hard? You a gymnast? It's all rock. No, I, I, I don't know what it's. I'm just. My wrist has been hurting, and I've been wearing. You got I go a carpal this, tunnel? I hope not. I hope not. I really hope not. I don't. The know. same for me. Yeah. Do you have? Do you use the mouse where it's the op- exposed sphere that you roll around? Okay. No. Thank God. People still use those, right? Yeah, I hate that. When I go to a studio and someone's got that mouse ball thing, it's just like I'm lost. 
I cannot do that. Like, bro, what year is it? What decade is it? I use a mouse. Like a regular ass. But you're an analog mm -hmm. cat, right? Like, where I'm looking behind you. I'm looking behind you, and it looks like a switchboard from the fucking 40s. Yeah. I have this, it's this console that we're... <laughs> the, uh, yeah, it's got a lot of... Oh, yeah. A lot of stuff. Yeah, I don't work on the computer very much. I use it, like, very... Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm not... You got guys for that. You got guys for that. If I need to do, like, some... Some serious computer work. Yeah, I'll find someone that's like good at doing the computer. Like you and could, you could do it if you could do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just—that's yeah. not a good use of your time. It's just there are people who are bet way better at it than I am. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know? no, I know what you mm -hmm. mean. I know yeah. what you mean. I'm like a specialist in in analog tape recording. Like that's—I think nobody can do that as well as I can right now. Let's go. Oh, let's go. Yeah, oh, Rado, yeah, yeah, Rado yeah. pulled his dick out. He said, you want to record on tape? Come yeah, yeah. see me, bitch. You know where yeah. to find I'm me? I'm the tape man. I'm yeah. the tape man. <laughs> I'm not the computer man. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to be clear about recording to tape because it's something I've obviously never done before, but I know mm -hmm. it's kind of fetishized because of the warm sound that it gives. Yeah. yeah. But d when you're editing tape, this is... You you have to physically cut the tape, correct? Yeah, but I I don't edit. I don't do much tape editing. I I like try to get good perform. I like try to get a good performance, and then it's mm -hmm. you know. Then you ain't got nothing like, to edit. Oh, oh so you're doing it. You're you're just we're doing it in the room. Yeah, is is what. And the, then, the best okay, way to okay, clean okay. up a mess is to never make it in the first place, Chris. Exactly. I'm I'm a big proponent of like know your song like write your song and then like mm -hmm. record the song well if you're gonna come in here you better know your fucking song okay because <laughs> yeah. and I if you can't if you can't play it i have adderall if you need to take some <laughs> i gotta i gotta be at sportsman's lodge for a salad at 6 30 we gotta get this shit done like i don't know what i don't know what i got a res at uovo my uovo ain't getting any warmer so you're saying that people don't they're not coming to you to hang out in the studio for a month and kind of work on songs they're coming to you for two weeks to get these things down and out the door i guess i guess so yeah i think most of the time most of the, even if it's just a voice memo or something, if if there's some starting point, I just like to figure. I'll sit down with the person and and figure it out before we hit record on the song. Sure, you know, sure, and I sure. I think we, mm -hmm. I just think that it's good to like know the structure of the song. Yeah, like maybe not everything needs to be figured out. Like if someone's still writing lyrics, fine. You know, like we can just start working mm -hmm. on the track as long as we know the structure of the song maybe maybe could you could you sort of compare it to like chris is a photographer shooting digital versus shooting film is it kind of like that <laughs> like we're not gonna like when you're when we're shooting film yeah you kind of want to have it all set oh, up oh yeah you get it right the lights are good you know what's going to happen yeah. because you're burning dollars yeah and and, and you know of just like shooting on film versus shooting on digital like you can scan the film in to the computer and edit it like mm -hmm. if need be if something's really mm -hmm. wrong mm -hmm. scan it in and then you can do yeah, anything sure. you can do it with will, digital. It, but it will they will degrade some of that original yeah. magic though. exactly mm -hmm. it's not the same yeah, i mean because i know i know i know heidecker ain't nailing those solos first try <laughs> so there's something there's some magic going on there somewhere there's something happening there's something happening you'd be surprised those tim records are tim keeps it tight i can't you know i saw i saw him recently I saw him recently do this this thing with um, Katie Waxahachie and her sister, like mm -hmm. where they covered songs from like high school with different people. Yeah, and he 
everybody was kind of having fun with it and like they were doing a good job but it was like fun and he got up there and it was dead fucking serious and he killed yeah and it was just such a funny i was like it's funny because i think he really separates like the comedy from the music yeah and it's like oh, I'm, I'm playing a lemonheads cover up here with a band like i'm this is serious business like yeah, we're not yeah, having yeah, fun yeah. and i i really appreciated that yeah i really appreciated that he's serious about his work <laughs> <laughs> you know like tim is i thought i thought from knowing him a, a little bit pretty serious about his work mm -hmm. you know lighthearted but yeah but that's why he's good you seriously. know what i mean that's yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's why he's good. that's a very it's a very simple you know that's part of the thing you got to take it seriously yeah even if it's fun he sells it he definitely yeah. sells it he's got a good voice Damn. you heard it here first ladies and gentlemen okay he probably can't dj that well though <laughs> <laughs> that's not true you know that heidecker's done a fucking vinyl only set somewhere in eagle rock <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah i'm sure He's at Waltz. He's done, he's he's at, done he's a 45 at, set. He's at Waltz, at Waltz bar right now putting on putting on putting on some doo-wop. I got this blaster seven inch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, you know, I'm a big, I'm a huge killers guy. And oh, really? Samstown. I didn't know that. Samstown's one of my top it's of all, to all time. But unbelievable. We we've been chasing Brandon and Ronnie to come on this podcast for since we started oh yeah you know and 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 it always is there's you know there's i've, I've had chris many, would kill to have them all i've had many inroads like we have a lot of friends in common there's pr <laughs> people there's label people and i just can't pin these guys down and i don't know what the issue is do you have any tips besides giving me brandon's phone number <laughs> that would kind of help kind of help push this yeah how to line? catch how to catch a killer not how to catch a predator we need to get <laughs> how one. to catch the killer yeah, i don't i think <laughs> yeah i think <laughs> what is the problem i don't know where where do you cap out like management because you just we've gotten all the way i've gone Law i think you went to lawyer <laughs> no i've gone through several <laughs> angles like pr i think management someone from the grammy the grammys were was helping me with this and it still didn't yeah. happen are you willing to convert to mormonism I'll, I'll move <laughs> i'll move to salt lake for a weekend it's not a big deal for me it's not <laughs> yeah 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 okay but i just i you know i guess when you get to that level maybe the vibe is like I'm only doing X amount of things when I have something to promote. I'm not I'm not just going to chat with you idiots mm -hmm. on a fucking Thursday afternoon for no reason. You know, I'm pretty like disconnected from how they do press. You know, I don't I don't sure, really sure, know. Sure. <laughs> you don't talk to them every day? That's weird. Okay. I mean, fine. It seems like <laughs> They'll do like a long interview with Zane Lowe. You know? <laughs> well, everybody will do a long interview with that motherfucker. <laughs> but if you want to have fun, you come over to How Long Gone. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Different, you know. Yeah, Zane yeah. can talk about process. You know, you I don't Ronnie. want to talk about that. You could get yeah, Ronnie. But, well, I've been told we got to get them together. I've been told that's the, that's the thing, which I like a duo. They always I like do interviews duo. together, and they're a great. I think they're an amazing duo together. They really complement each other's. Uh, personality do you think do you think that they're silly funny guys who like to play around and when they're talking <laughs> i don't know man i yeah i mean <laughs> it's okay if the answer I think is no that, i think that that ronnie is a silly funny guy that likes to have a lot of fun sure you know so you need one of those and you need a serious guy i think brandon might want some questions you know yeah i'll give him some questions i mean yeah, the guy, yeah. look the, I, I got questions all day i mean ask that's him about a pressure problem. machine you know yeah talk I about pressure machines <laughs> you're like talk about the records that i worked on yeah yeah i mean they're they're machine. great yeah did he, you do it did you do it in california or did you have to go to somewhere 
Actually, we did that one in, yeah, California. Okay. So they kept you on your home turf. We did it at Sound City in uh, Van Nuys Valley. This guy really keeping it mm. local. You know, it's really, you're really keeping, you're really keeping yeah, it local. Yeah, yeah. Who else worked out of there? Did Prince work out of there? They did never, Nirvana Nevermind, uh, Fleetwood Mac, like the, the first Lindsay and Stevie one, not Rumors. So it's legendary. Yeah. It's legendary. If those walls could talk. Yeah, yeah. It is legendary. I don't know. I don't know the history of, of Sound City. So, so but when, you a, go, when you go into Dave places... Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you go into it. places like that, does it, you know, does it feel heavy or does it just feel um, like another fucking recording studio? I don't know if it feels heavy. That one to me doesn't feel as heavy. And I think that... You're like, it doesn't feel as heavy as my house. I've really created a vibe here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you walk in and be like... My gear is better than this gear. The one that's really heavy to me is uh, the the East West Studio Three, which is where they did Pet Sounds, yeah, and a lot of the classic uh, mm-hmm. like Wrecking Crew recordings. That's where yes. we did the the Wise Blood record, the newest Wise Blood record. We did it in that room, really. And that one, yeah, and and that to me feels that one felt like there's a vibe, like oh, this is like historic. You know, it felt a little yeah. too like I was always thinking about. I mean, Pet Sounds. The room, you know, or something. Yeah, Pet Sounds room. You know, like, it's got to be good. It's got to be good. <laughs> pet Sounds room. Doesn't sound quite like, let's, uh, let's try. Let's try that one one more time, okay? Yeah, we, yeah. Did you find yourself, like, making clicking noises and snapping just to see how the room reverberated? Were you yeah. doing, cla- yeah, claps, all that stuff? <laughs> yeah, and the claps, it just sounded like Pet Sounds, you know? You could just clap in it and it sounded like Pet Sounds. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why that's why okay. you gotta pay the big bucks to work there you know what i mean it's it, yeah it, you, you can't because sometimes you want a dead room yeah it sounded good it sounded fine you know i thought it sounded it's like i i i ended up bringing so much because it's the type of studio where you go in but there's no instruments in the studio you have to rent all the instruments or you have to bring them yourself so i ended up bringing oh. all of my stuff from my studio and just setting it up in the pet sound studio and honestly, I was kind of like, at that point, we should just record it here because it's like, the, you know. <laughs> so hold on. You're telling me I got to bring of all the shit yeah. in and I got to pay you to be here and I could be doing this at home? Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, they don't yeah. Really and you're up, like, well, no. Pet Sounds is good, but I don't know if I would say it's no skips. <laughs> Maybe we can just keep it at my house. <laughs> I like I like it. I like it, but it's it's not my favorite. Don't, it's great. Good. I think it's great. I like the really early stuff. <laughs> really early. Where it's about puppies and kittens. Mm-hmm. My wife's dad is like an insane Beach Boys person. Yeah. Like insane. And I just don't. I, I mean, I get it, obviously, to some extent. Yeah. But I, <clears throat> I've never felt compelled to put the Beach Boys on and listen to it. Interesting. You need to smoke more. I don't know. I don't know. I, I always, I feel like I always want to listen to it. Re- really? And I feel like the Beach Boys, I feel like the Beach Boys are a strange band where as long as Brian Wilson's in the band, it's good. <laughs> like, I truly think that it's good up until, up until, uh, end of the seventies. Like, um, have you built, have you built, have you built with Brian? Have I built with him? <laughs> yeah. Have you met him? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We wait lift. No, I, I think, um, uh, I have not met him. Well, okay. I went with the, do you know this band, the Lemon Twigs? Yes, yes. Have you heard of them? They're all huge Beach Boys fans. And and when we were, they were really young. No, they weren't even, I don't think any of their records had come out yet. We were just in LA. And, and I know that Brian Wilson eats at this one deli every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He shot the, I think there's like a scene of him in the documentary eating in that deli. Yeah. And we went there and we saw Brian Wilson 
eating at the deli. And after he was leaving, and I think I was like, oh, Brian, Brian, could we maybe get an autograph? And he was like, oh, I, I got somewhere I got to be. <laughs> and, and he just walked off. Sure. So that's that was my interaction. So you do a good Brian Wilson. You yeah. do a good Brian Wilson. I like Thanks. the I like you asking for an autograph, keeping it old school versus a yeah. a selfie. <laughs> Can you imagine asking Brian Wilson for a selfie? He won't know what that means. Oh god. He won't know what that means. He'll think you're with the IRS or something. With the IRS. You don't want a picture. It's like so Yeah, you don't want a picture. Yeah, cuz he's he you know, he ain't holding on. But is it so is it's like a Jewish deli he go gets like a pastrami sandwich kind of thing, something like that? Tuna? Was he eating tuna? It's a it's a Christian deli. Okay. <laughs> it's it's one it's of it's deli. a new concept. It's a Christian deli. <laughs> Only in LA um do we have some like norms. It's, it's cool. Yeah, no Jews. Justin Zero. Bieber goes there too. Okay. I don't know. It's pretty cool. I don't wanna I don't wanna dox the deli. I forget what the deli is called. I think it's called I think it's called Beverly Deli. If you can look it up, you can just type in Brian Wilson Deli. It, it'll it'll definitely come up. Just He's type there in every Brian day. Wilson Deli. Some guys were Brian Wilson in the delis. <laughs> Jonathan, if I are you drinking a Coca Cola? No, it's a it's a cold brew coffee concentrate. Okay, okay. Oh, you oh you're a concentrate guy as well. Do you not cut it like a man, or do you put water in it <laughs> like a bitch? I put a little water in it like a moderate bitch. Jonathan, you should have lied. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah. Bro. I just drink it straight. Is it chameleon? It is um, groundwork. I think it's groundworks right now. Groundworks. groundworks. I, I had an espresso machine for some reason when it's. I like hot coffee when it's hot, and I like cold coffee when it's cold. You're a freak. It's a little bit backwards, right? <laughs> yeah, I've been drinking a lot of cold coffee now that it's getting cold, but I have an espresso machine as well, and I oh, use intelligentsia are you, are you, beans. Are you nasty with it? Well, okay, I, I don't like milk. I also don't like dairy, so I don't. Are you nice it. with the wand? I don't really fuck with the milk, the frother, or whatever. Hell yeah, you're do. a man like me. You're you're a real man. Yeah, yeah, I, I fuck with that, Jonathan. You're a real yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't put milk in it. How, where do you sit on straws, Chris? I prefer not to use them, but but I have a couple of friends. Like I have a, a, a my friend Tim, and he got a straw the other day at Community Goods. And I was like, "What are you a pussy?" And he was like, "My teeth, my teeth." Mm. I'm like, "You're not Mariah Carey. Like you're yeah. gonna be. It's fine to have a <laughs> yeah, coffee. yeah. I do not like, use it's, straws. What, 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 yeah, I never use a straw. Okay, so you're you don't use straw because that's that's just not for men. It's kind of what you're saying. It just doesn't seem manly to me. I only use a straw <laughs> in a scenario where I need my beverage to be covered by a lid because it could be too dirty. Or if you're in the movie theater, yeah, and you don't want to spill, and and then it's dark, nobody can see you being a in the movie theater. I lift bitch. up in in the movie theater. I lift up the cup to my mouth, you know, like this, and I take off the lid uh -huh. and I drink right now, <laughs> put it back on. Okay. You oh put, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's like it. Like it's a deli container on the bear, and you lift the top lid off. Because they give you put you it right lid. back in. They give right you the lid the without asking. You know, at the movie theater, it's just on there. You don't have yeah. a choice. They're 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 imposing their lid on you. Do you good drink a smoothie that way? Like if you went to a place to get a smoothie, would you? You'd have to use smoothie. A smoothie. No, 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 no. That's psychotic. No, no, no. I use a straw for a smoothie for sure. <laughs> okay. Well, you were talking big talk. Like I fuck straws. No, 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 no. None of my homies. No, 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 you need no, to no, know no, where no, the no. line was, Jonathan. Yeah, I just okay, but did you ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing thick. Nothing. <laughs> so thick. you're not you're not like an energy drink guy. You're not a Red Bull guy. You're not anything like that. You just do the pure kind of straight up. Or do you have any naughty are you like a cheeky Celsius every once in a while? When I was a kid, I used to go after middle school. I would leave middle school, I'd go to the 7-Eleven and get one of those monsters that's like the top size with the screw off, the screw off. 64 ounce, you know, the, yeah, the biggest yeah, yeah. one you could buy. And I would just 
It seems like a that seems like more than a single serving, but you're saying you would take that down. One or two a day. Like it was crazy. And I, how 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 big were you in middle school? Short little guy. I think probably <laughs> like I, I didn't grow because of this. I think that I was still oh, growing. You, you think that you think the you think the monster energy drink stunted your growth? Definitely. I think this is, this is an opportunity for a class action lawsuit. I yeah. think I see dollars. I only got up to five, six. <laughs> you 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 drank twenty percent of your body weight in in fountain drinks every single day of your life. Insane. Insane amounts. Yeah, monster energy drink. That was my big thing for like most of middle school. And then I drank a lot of Coca I drank a lot of Coca-Cola mm -hmm. as well. And I remember when I was a freshman in college, I was really, really sick one day and I went I got up in the middle of the night and I, I got, I went to the fridge and I opened it and there was only Coke. <laughs> there was no water in the mm -hmm. whole dorm. It was just Coke. And I just remember sitting on the floor of my dorm, like sore throat, drinking a Coke. <laughs> it, it, and, and I think that was the moment where I was like, this is too much. Like this I is bad. Stop this. I need to start drinking some water. That was your rock bottom. Yeah. I got to try water. You, you were on the road. Yeah. You were on the road for a long time. So I'm sure you were destroying your body. Yeah. Yeah, I th a lot of Sour Patch Kids and and uh, yeah, Red Bull. Were you? Did you? Did you party? Were you partying? Were you drinking too? Um, I never, I never really liked to drink, to be honest, because I I would always get a stomachache. That gave me a really bad. Like it still does. Like I I just get a such <laughs> a stomachache. You're like I, I could eat I could eat fucking a hundred Sour Patch Kids and have two Red Bulls. Yeah. My stomach's fine, <laughs> yeah. but if I have a vodka soda, I'm down for the count. Yeah, it was crazy. I don't know. I, now I can't. Now I can't drink. I can't really do anything nowadays. Like if I eat Taco Bell, I feel like I'm dying, you know, but I could eat a lot of Taco Bell when I was younger. In your prime. Sure, 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 sure. Okay. We're getting older. We're getting wiser. We're treating our body better. Yeah, I'm organic. I'm going to the Sportsman's Lodge Erewhon, you know. Do you, do you, have, mm -hmm. do you have kids? No. Okay, good. Yeah, I have two dogs, which is like a You didn't you don't seem ready for kids if I'm being honest, but I, I don't want to impose that on you. Thank you. No, I uh, <laughs> This is what I've been telling myself. See, this is the this is the this is the the part of my life, you know, if we can get deep where I'm like, well, I'm 30 fucking what 3, you know, this is the time this is the Sort of when people start having kids, I guess. The time ish. Time ish. Yeah, but not in. I mean, you're you're living a Peter Pan lifestyle because of your career choice. I know. You know what but I that, mean, you get to. But that Peter Pan lifestyle isn't as glamorous as it seems. You know that Peter Pan lifestyle, like, it's like, is this it? Uh, after a while, it just turns into Peter. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. It just starts petering away, and and you're left with, <laughs> you know, what you're left with is like, oh, okay, like I'm just doing my 20s and my 30s is that really what i want to do like i think i need to grow up well no no you're... i think i need to grow up i need to eat more wovo salads and i need to <laughs> you know I, th I think i think before before you have kids you need to have one one more platinum under your belt and then one big failed record yeah <laughs> those will teach you all the life lessons you need and then you'll be ready and then you could throw one over on the old lady you know i've I mean? had the failed i've had the failed and i have zero platinums I've got zero <laughs> platinums. <No. laughs>
Uh, let me be clear. So maybe I just need one platinum. <laughs> okay, like, one platinum. Okay, well, we're we're getting there. We're going to introduce you to Kesha, and we're going to get you that platinum mm -hmm. record. We're going to make yeah, this happen. Yeah, please. You, I, just tell people, you got to come come over to Rado. We got to get a platinum for it. We got to get a platinum. We got to get a platinum. You, you guys can't have a kid until he has a platinum. Charlie XCX doesn't like going to tape, so I'm going to need to kind of, I'll need a few days to work on her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's tough. I'll learn Ableton for Charlie. <laughs> Damn, learning a learning Ableton would be. I'll, that'd be I'll a cool teach you, bro. I'll teach you Ableton. Okay. I use Ableton to edit and and produce the whole podcast. That's awesome. It's not yeah, that I, awesome. I, I, no, that that is sick. I don't think like a lot of podcasts are done on Ableton. It's true. That's pretty cool. They're definitely they're de they're definitely not. But Jason's also a known DJ and remixer. Yeah. So he's been he's been fucking around with Ableton. Work on what you know. For, you know, work on what you know. I love it. I love that fact. But I would like to come. I would like to <laughs> come you. see you and maybe do an episode of How Long Gone to tape. Jason, what do you think about that? I feel like we could really. I feel like the warmth would really yeah. help us. Do we have a budget for that? That's not a bad idea. Next time you're in LA, I'll do it for sure. We could do it. Set it up in the studio. You could do that's an in-person interview. I'll record it to tape. That's funny. That's a good idea. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a good idea. But I think that we would. Yeah, if it was a one-on-one -on -one with Jason and I, and we just put we could put it out on vinyl. I mean, we'll figure out the splits. I, you know, whatever. Yeah, I, I just I love the idea of us recording straight to two inch through all of your amazing gear and compressors, and then yeah, you send me the file and I turn it into a ninety-six k BPS MP3. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Time, time, time warp it a little bit. I will I'll warp it. the fuck out of it. Give it some flavor. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll use the old Ableton. I'll use Ableton one to warp it. Bad technology. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best warp. How many Abletons sure. are we on now? <laughs> what what Ableton version? Twelve, bro. Okay, so is that is that like a year? Twelve just dropped. Is that a year thing or is that just numbers when they? No. Okay, okay. No, no, they release a new one every maybe like four years or something. It's been it's been it's like thirty years old or something like twenty five years old. I don't know how long. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I didn't, I didn't realize old that. Old but that. it still looks the same. Um, do you, Jonathan? Do you think you're an instrument hoarder? Yeah. Or a gear slot? I am a yeah. huge instrument hoarder. Um, I have a back... There's like a back closet in here that is... Mm -hmm. Like, I can't show anybody what's... It's just like broken... Broken <laughs> stuff. You know, broken keyboards. An old like, shaker? Just little... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Half a symbol. shaker. <laughs> yeah. Cracked oh. symbols. Remember when the lemon twigs broke this tambourine? It's crazy. I kept oh, it. Oh, man. I don't know. I kept it. I kept it. Yeah. It ha I have so that. are you do you have a plan for this yeah what's your plan well, I, I need to get rid of it at some point i i just need like a, some time off so, so hold on but are you do you sell stuff or do you only buy stuff you only acquire i i so i i sell stuff as well okay mm, lately you're on the market lately honestly this year this this year 2023 has been a huge year of like i'm not really trying to spend very much money so why so. why is why is that <laughs> like are you this, feeling broke or are you just trying to be conscious? I'm not feeling broke, you know. <laughs> I, don't I feel broke. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think that I'm just. It's part of my whole responsibility kick. I'm trying to learn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's good. It's good. and so I'm 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 just like I've got I've got gear, you know. I've got gear. I'm good. I think I'm good on gear. There's also a, a good chance that every gear that you wanted you have you have purchased there's no more gear left for you to buy and now you're saving a lot of money because what are you what are you what's your main gear hoard like synths i have a lot of synths i have a lot of like drums like just random you know a lot of snare drums yeah drums yeah yeah or like 
I have a lot of snare oh, drums. Snare, snare drums have pers- a lot of personality. Have snare drums. I have like twelve you know, snare drums. That's, that's, I get that. You know, I've got I've got a lot of like uh, honestly the big thing that I need to that is a problem is just these little things. These little like I'll see like a Casio or you know like some sort of thing. I'll be like oh, I should get mm-hmm. this, and then it's like not very cool, and I just put it in the back closet. And it's like, and it, I, you know, it's like those are the little things that I need to get rid of that are taking up shelf space. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's like, it really is just a lack of shelf space. You got to work small to big in this in this <laughs> instance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm I I sell stuff, but I, I don't like to sell broken shit. You know. So okay. And, and so I do have a, a a lot of broken. I'll stuff. check out your Facebook marketplace in the next couple of weeks. Hopefully, we see some broken stuff because I'm looking for some. Christmas gifts for Jason, and I feel like a broken ca- Casio would be a nice stocking stuff. For we me. have yeah. a lot of noise artists that listen to the show, and they're going to want all of your broken yeah. gear to set up on a folding table. Yeah, it's good. It makes zero sound. You know, uh, <laughs> it's, it, exactly, exactly. Oh, it, no, it doesn't work. Completely at all. It broken. Makes no sound. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the super the, broken. It's it's like the purest noise you can get just silent just crank up the silence <laughs> damn you know? that makes me think that really makes me think yeah how's how's your spotify wrapped week going for you jonathan i don't use spotify uh, but i do use apple music and my man <laughs> okay man i okay i left on I'm gonna cut that on my tv on, on my tv i left uh the ronettes station playing on my tv for like four days this year Okay. I don't know what happened. I I just sort of like <laughs> it was just I don't know. It was just on for so long. I might turn the volume. Had you down. started doing dabs or something? <laughs> is there? Did you switch what happened, from what happened to different you? strains? My top played song this year is "Mashed Potato Time" by the Ronettes, a song that I've never heard. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what that song is. It must be. It must be about the the dance. I think there's a dance called the mashed potato because I know about yeah mashed potato time. You know peanut butter jelly time. Yeah. Do the mash. Do the mashed potato. Do the mashed potato. If it's do the mashed potato, then I do know that song. I I wonder if it okay. is. Like it could be based yeah. on that. For all I know, I should listen to it. <laughs> you should. That's a different song. Oh, it is. No mashed potatoes. I mean the Ronettes. They're like they do. Be my baby. Is, yeah, don't, yeah. yeah, they do that one, right? They have so many amazing songs. I just don't really know Mashed Potato Time, and that was my most played song. <laughs> my most played artist was the Ronettes on the Apple Replay. That's what they're calling it on the Apple Replay. Well, now I know what song I'm going to use on the intro of this episode. <laughs> Sorry, I know you have a new solo record coming out, but the Ronettes <laughs> bumped you. You know, it's just too powerful. It's part of the episode's lore. Honestly. You should put it on there because I I really have no idea. What <laughs> we'll tell you. Like. We'll tell you where it, it starts. <laughs> so you can fast I will. Forward. I will. Uh, when is the record out, Jonathan? <laughs> I think it's out uh, tomorrow. Right? Is it Thursday? It's out tomorrow, Friday, December first. Wow, you sound okay. You sound excited. <laughs> I'm stoked. <laughs> That's man. great timing. No, I don't know. It's so strange. I made it in like 2018, 2019. I made it so long ago. Oh, it's so okay, weird okay, that it's okay, coming okay. out so long. It just took me so long to finish it and um yeah sure yeah now it's coming well out. you know the writer's strike and everything yeah it, it <laughs> i was affected i felt it i was i was affected i was affected 
Jonathan, thank you for joining us on How Long Gone today. It was a pleasure. Thank you, guys. Um, and uh, we'll go stream the record tomorrow. Stream so it. So you can make a, make a little bit of money to buy some more instruments. Thank you. I will be spending all my money on it. God bless, Jonathan. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. We'll see you soon, bro. We'll come over. All right. See you soon. All right. Later, bro. Have a good one. Bye.